0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. Man hears three different voices a day. And these voices come through our thoughts. And man, typically, on a normal day, gets about six, six to 8,000 thoughts running through his head a day. These thoughts have an origin. They come from a place. The three voices, essentially, that are speaking to man on a daily basis are either the voice of God, the voice of my own thoughts, or the voice of the evil one, the devil. These voices will either hinder us, they will stop us, Or they will lead us to Jesus. Today, the blind man and Zacchaeus both are dealing with crowds, people. They're dealing with crowds that are hindering them, that are trying to stop them. And even these crowds are yelling at at the blind man in the first part of the gospel, saying to him, stop yelling for Jesus, stop crying out for him, you're nothing. And what does he do? He cries out all the more. Zacchaeus, he's hated. He's actually, he's a Jew, but he's now on the side of the Romans who are the Jewish people's enemy. And he's actually, he's collecting money from his own family for the Romans who are his enemy. He's collecting money. He's the chief tax collector, which means that he's the most hated person in all of Israel. He's got voices telling him, don't talk to Jesus. Don't go near Jesus. We all hate you. Everybody hates you. Don't waste your time. Another thing that I find very interesting in the gospel today is it gives us a very, very random detail, and the gospel always gives us a detail for a reason. It's trying to tell us something. The gospel says that Zacchaeus was short in stature. He was short. Why does it give us this? Because it shows us that he probably had an insecurity about himself. One of the voices my brothers and sisters that you and I struggle with on a daily basis that the devil himself loves to use and work on is the voice of feeling insecure. All of us have insecurities. Whether it's about the way that we look, whether it's about what we have or what we don't have, whatever it might be, we all have insecurities. We could also say that Zacchaeus, because he was short, had this deep insecurity that might have led him to go and to seek money above all things. I mean, who really, who really, normal, would actually give up his family, would give up his status and love in the community, give up his God, and give up everything just for the sake of money? We all do, we all compromise to some degree or another, but this guy has taken the extreme. He is hes okay with being the most hated human in all of his country. For what? For money? Okay, if it's for money, what leads a person to want money that much, that they're willing to depend so much on money that they have the security in their money and give up real security. give up real security in family and friends and God. This man had a deep, deep wound, a deep insecurity in his heart, that he thought that he could fill or find some sort of security in money. He is the extreme. But we're not far from Him my brothers and sisters, we're not far from Him at all. We all in our insecurities seek to to go to the wrong things, the wrong securities or the false securities to give us some sort of comfort to help us deal with our insecurities. His might have been money. Ours could be simply people, seeking people to make us feel better. Ours could be looking at impure things, or doing impure things. It could be turning to substance abuse. It could be materialism, clothes, buying things all day long, whatever it might be. But the devil knows where our insecurity is. And he will constantly use that insecurity in our head and tell us, you're not good enough, you're not loved, you're not wanted, you're not pretty enough, you're not strong enough, you're not smart enough, you're not as good as your sibling, you're not as good as your friends, you're not as good as these people, you don't have what these people have, and it's a never-ending cycle that just eats us alive inside. And so, to make ourselves feel better, will turn to these things, just like Zacchaeus said. Now, Zacchaeus gets to this point where he's tired of it. He's tired of living this lie and this emptiness inside. No matter how much money he had, it never made him happy. And we all know this. We go to those false securities, and they never fill us. They never make us happy. We go back over and over and over, and we still don't learn it. But he got tired of it. So what does he do? He goes out of curiosity. He goes to seek Jesus. He will stop at nothing to seek Jesus. He will stop at nothing. He will climb a tree. He'll embarrass himself to climb a tree. Rich men didn't climb trees. Jewish men didn't cl- climb trees. Kids cl- climbed trees. Not adults. So what led him to this point that he was willing to do this? Because he was tired of listening to that voice. So he goes and seeks truth. My next point, my brothers and sisters, is where are we seeking truth in our life? So you've got one voice of the insecurity inside the, in the heart. The other voice that is trying to block us from Jesus is the material around us. The material, the content that we are consuming on a daily basis. Okay? Now, what I'm talking about here is the basic phone, TV, books. What are we, what are we listening to? that's either going to feed my insecurities or it's going to lead me to greater security in God. I know we say this all the time, but I really cannot stress this enough. I cannot say this enough. And if I have to say it every single day of my life to every single human being that I meet, I'll say it. What do you listen to on a daily basis? What do you give ear to on a daily basis? If all you're doing on a daily basis is watching the news, you're going to have foggy brain. And you're going to have anxiety all day long. If all you're going to do is watch TikTok all day long, you're literally drinking the poison of the devil. If all you're doing is listening to people gossiping in your ear all day long, you're going to be miserable. And you're going to hate everybody around you. So what are we listening to? Like, how? what am I feeding myself with on a daily basis? Do I pick up my Bible? Do I pick up spiritual reading? Do I study the lives of the saints? Do I watch EWTN? Do I turn on a podcast throughout my day to listen to something that's actually going to feed me and lift me to Jesus? What is the content? What are the voices? What are the crowds that are yelling in my ear all day long? And what am I, it's up to me, guys. It's not, don't blame it on everybody else. Oh, the world is so terrible. Oh, if you watch what's on the news, if you watch what's on TikTok, well, then don't watch it. <laughs> we're the one, we're yelling about the world, but we're the one that's downloading the apps. We're the one, we're yelling about the world, but we're the one that are giving ratings to, to to the news. We're yelling about the world, but we ourselves are contributing to it. And we're doing nothing to stop it. We all know how terrible social media is, but majority of us in this church have something on social media. Majority of us have either TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or one of these things. But we all can agree how terrible it can be. But none of us are willing to delete them. None of us are willing to really actually do anything about it. We just can sit around and preach all day long. How much time do I give to listen to God's voice God's voice is really he's trying to speak he's trying to speak above the crowds but are we listening the other voice the other crowd that's yelling at us is really the crowd of the people that I surround myself with the culture that I'm in the people that I'm around the people that I pick up the phone and I talk to on a daily basis the people that I go out with on the weekends, are my friends lifting me to Jesus like that tree? Are they lifting me? I mean, we all have good people in our lives and that's great. I'm not talking about good people. Like, Father, I have great people in my life. That's awesome. Okay, but do these great people lift you in faith? Do these people make you want to love God more? Do these people take you from your insecurities and bring you the security that you need in God? I'm not talking about making you feel better, like you're a great person. That's nice, okay? We're all great people. No, no, I'm talking about somebody who's going to look at you in the face and say, God loves you. God cares about you. God doesn't care about what you have and what you don't have. God looks at your heart. Do we have people that preach to us? in our life? Like are these the people that I'm attracted to? Are these the people that I will pick up the phone to try to talk to? Or am I just attracted to the people that I know are going to lead me to trouble and that are just going to sit and gossip all day long? That's also up to us. What kind of friends do I have? Holy friendships are a grace from heaven. Holy friendships are a grace from heaven. And you know what? If I could tell you the best thing that I have in my life are my friends and my family, why? Not because they're good to me and because I have friends and family, but because they remind me of Jesus. They they speak to me about Jesus. They're in my ear, not letting me go in those places. Who do we have in our lives? And if you don't have those people, ask Jesus today, Jesus, send me holy friends. Don't send me good people. I don't want good people. I want holy friends, people that are striving, that, that people that are willing to throw themselves on a tree and embarrass themselves to see Jesus, to know Jesus. That's, these are the kind of people, my brothers and sisters, that we need to be seeking because we cannot do it without holy friendships. We cannot do this. We cannot be holy. We cannot follow God without holy people. That's a gift. Just like our bad friends influence us in a bad way, holy people will make us more holy. But we have, to be, we have to be humble enough to depend on one another, to open up to one another, to speak to one another, to say to one another, you know what, today I'm feeling really insecure about the fact that I don't have this like another person does. Are we willing to be open to one another? You know, in this community, we all have to put on a show and act like everything's fine. We all have to act like, you know, we have our car and we have our clothes and we have our shoes and we have this and we have that and we all have to put on a nice little show and not, not let anybody know that we have anything going wrong in our lives because God forbid. We're all imperfect. We all have struggles. So are we willing to, 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 to turn to one another, to lift one another up? To remind each other of God's love, to preach to one another, to speak truth into one another's lives, to be the good voice for one another. So today, my brothers and sisters, I want us all to assess the voices that we're listening to, the voices that we're following on a daily basis, and to make those changes. If that means I've got to get rid of Instagram and TikTok, get rid of it. If that means I've got to ignore certain people in my life, ignore them. If that means that I got to pick up my Bible and I got to pick up a book, a spiritual book, and I got to read it every single day, I need to be doing that. Because either we're going to follow the crowd and the crowd is going to just stomp on us, or we're going to be like the blind man in Zacchaeus. We're not going to stop. We're going to follow. We're going to run to find God so that we find our security in Him. We find our peace in Him. We find our acceptance in Him and not of the things of the world. So we ask our Lord today to give us the grace, true grace, of really seeking Him above all things. Lord, give me the grace to desire You above all things. Can you say that with me? Lord, give me the grace to desire You above all things. Say it one more time. Lord, give me the grace to desire You above above all things. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.